All right, and welcome everyone to another uh, episode. We hope you guys are having a fantastic day, night, or whenever you're watching or listening to this. So today's topic, we want to talk about, oh, uh, you know, rather, you know, resentment, judging. You know, I think all of us have felt at some point or another resented towards someone else, especially uh, feeling resented or judgmental or offended because someone perhaps viewed something differently than us or perhaps said something that we didn't like. And, and so that's, that's really what we want to, to talk about today is, Dad, you know, what, why is it that, especially when people have differing opinions or viewpoints, that we tend to be judgmental towards others? Good. Uh, let's uh, first talk about judgment. Okay. Our, our body, our brain, our nervous system, it is designed to... Uh, as we get exposed to the external world, to give a name to whatever, you know, we see, you know, we label things, mm -hmm. you know, colors, sizes, and that, that, that it, it facilitates, you know, our interaction with the uh, elements of the external world and, you know, anything that we see. Like we, we can distinguish and we can verbally uh, talk to each other, you know, about things like, uh, you know, my house is the White House that's in the center of the street. Mm -hmm. So, you know, those labels help, help conversation. And not only helps on the conversation, but also uh, it helps our brain to uh, encrypt the information and reduce the amount of energy that's needed. Mm -hmm. I mean, which is a good thing. Yeah. Now, from that point, I mean, this is helpful. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, when uh, we don't know, we we have that information, we may fall into using this mechanism, you know, to pass judgment on people. You no, know, we're trying to, uh, by, by doing this, you know, it can, we can create a problem. So, and for the most part, the judgment part, it has to do about us. Mm -hmm. So, of course, you know, of course we have to, uh, you know, also, we witness, we're witnessing our own behaviors. So, so um, we make mistakes and we cannot escape from those mistakes because our body is going to respond by turning the stress mechanism. Mm. So, in which is where some chemicals like uh, norepinephrine, you know, it is put in the body, in the brain, that it helps us to be in, in you know, give us some energy to call the attention on the mistake. And we feel emotions that maybe guilt. Okay? And that help us to, you know, move into the observation of the problem, the mistake we made. And then uh, acetylcholine, which is another chemical, it helps us to keep focus on the mistakes. So, and we can learn from the mistake, you know, if we, you know, if we're in this uh, physical situation or this, uh, physiological moment when the mistakes happens, we have a chance to reconcile the mistake, make some changes and improve our life. And this is uh, the uh, process. Unfortunately, we don't take advantage of this. Instead of facing the mistake, we turn our focus on something else. See, we don't want to face the mistake we made, we, which uh, creates a different problem. So we turn our focus on another person or something. Okay. And we pay attention to 
is not relevant really to the mistake I made, you know, in uh, the biology that's taking place at the moment. It gives me the opportunity for changing if I make a mistake, okay, or for learning. So uh, that, um, you know, it, it maintains now, now it turns this opportunity to this uh, process of learning from mistakes into uh, uh, stress, you know, psychological stress, which means a lot of these chemicals, it makes us at this uh, northern you know, because the brain is gonna, the brain is gonna continue trying to uh, uh, make us awake. Hey, you've done something wrong, you know, don't dig in, you know, learn for this, you know, and move on, okay? And we don't take advantage. So the brain will continue putting no effort, which is a certain kind of adrenaline that the brain produces. So now this, there's a problem. The brain is gonna be on alert, signals is going to be sent to the uh, stress mechanism and then we're going to have more hormones of stress in the body in the brain so now that persisting of this biological you know climate in in a, in a brain and body it, it will create a little bit of suffering okay mm -hmm. so the persistent help us to to kind of come back you know hey pay attention to this this mistake it happened you no know? You can't carry on this. This is going to, because it's like if the body say, you know, hey, not a big deal. You know, don't make it this little pain, little guilt moment into a suffering of a long time. So, but unfortunately, we don't pay attention to that and we kind of feel the pain. I feel like upset or resented or, you know, whatever, you know, less emotion are there. And I, uh, I'm under stress. My, the physiological state of the brain is going to be on a situation which I turn uh, mechanism of stress into a psychological stress. So there's going to be a system where you're going to have a, a narrow view of things. I'm going to be focusing on mistakes only. It's like everything around us is danger. You know, could it be a dog that's in front of us? You know, the spouse speak and we just kind of react or a little kid asks money for shoes and we kind of say foolish things like, you know, did I bring money from the tree? Whatever, foolish to <laughs> Is the money I just count from the sky? We did a lot of foolish and say a lot of foolish things under this uh, physiological state. Uh, it's a problem now because there's going to be confusion, and we're going to think that actually who is creating that feeling is the other person that's in front of you. And on the other hand, in this uh, uh, state, stress, I'm going to be uh, labeling you. See, it's a reflection. So the pain I receive, I think, is from you or from my granddaughter or my neighbor or whoever is driving in front of me. But there is other, other components, internal components, that are really creating this situation. It is a judgment on me, you know, instead of, instead of you know, focusing on me, who did not uh, took care of the problem a year or last week or 20 years ago. Okay. Now, when these, the feelings of those emotions arise, okay, we may, you know, 
because we're confused. There's no clarity in mind. Uh, I start blaming people and judging. No, this is lazy. Here's a person that's stupid. Here's another person that is, you know, I mean, never is going to change. Or I can, or can turn that also into me, which is not good because, you know, the moment of changing, you have to do with uh, an opportunity for growth. But now I'm, I'm, I'm engulfed in this uh, uh, suffering moment you know, with um, not really discerning about things. So now I may think the other person is the one that's creating the problem. So, so the more we do that, okay, the more difficult it becomes to really be clear. And the judgment will continue. I mean, of course, this is nothing that we can get away with because there is uh, uh, the design of our body. It is such, you know, is to produce those chemicals and create memories to be sure that I have an opportunity to change. Maybe today, maybe in a week, maybe in three years, who knows? Uh, the one thing that we cannot uh, really avoid is the incremental pain that comes among us. If I continue judging and I have an opportunity to see what really is taking place in me and the things that I'm actually uh, supposed to be done, you know, yesterday or now we go to reconcile my mistake or maybe a year or five years ago, uh, we cannot have this. You know, the pain is going to be in memories. Uh, the, uh, the suffering is what is going to take place, but it doesn't have to be that way. And it just doesn't have to be that way, because fortunately there's statistics, there's way to change. And that's about judgment. Okay? You ask about resentment. Now, here's another thing. Um, there are emotions that we go through life. As I say, some are created by my own mistakes, some are I witness the mistake of somebody else. And uh, all this happens, not only mine, but you know, I carry something that somebody inflicted. Now I have to heal it. Okay. And that's it still is my responsibility. And of course, you know, we got families and we got friends and we can together kind of a uh, lift each other's uh, heavy burden. Okay. But nevertheless, I still have uh, the one to say about it. So, so uh, what happened is uh, there is this need, and the need is uh, for me to connect with other people. So, in the connection, it helps. It helps with uh, lifting the burdens. Mm-hmm. So. The brain produces chemicals that helps me approach you. You're, you're my friend, I trust you, and I come and I say, Ulysses, can I talk to you? Okay. He said, yeah. And then I can pour my heart. You know, I'm carrying heavy burden because whatever, you know, it may not be even heavy, but it could be just a, an illusion in my mind. No? At, least, at least to you, it feels heavy. At least to me. No? And, and if I talk to you, probably, uh, you may help me to have some clarity. You know, help me to uh, kind of look from a different point of view. So now I approach you, and then you listen to me, and then you know I can have some work. So you help me to remove the pain that I carry. So I need to talk to you because you know these things are toxic. It's worse than the, the 
the COVID pandemic in the virus of this was. All right, sorry about that. We had a, a few technical difficulties, but yeah, Dad, you were you were saying how you know resentment and uh, uh, how yeah. it's, it's similar to a virus. Yeah, and then uh, you know if I carry anything that is damaging, it's like a virus. No? It's gonna take over. I mean, it doesn't mean that we really in a prison. But what happened is like the virus. No, uh, the immune system, you know, could it just uh, encircle. You know, that area was infected, destroy uh, whatever is not good, and then uh, okay. So, in the same way, there are mechanisms inside that help us. You know? uh, one of those is uh, the immediate, you know, desire to approach somebody. It's inherent this thing that could be harmful. So, I go to you and I talk to you, or you listen to me, and, uh, and I use the resources you have to have empathy and compassion. You listen, and then you uh, feel my pain, and then uh, by listening, by investing time, you actually acting in compassion. Now my mind is clear. I can probably learn and move on and put this thing behind. Or take the action that's needed to really reconcile an issue that is bothering. So that has to do with that. Now, uh, let's say, let's say that uh, at that moment, hey, you can now talk to me. I go to you and I say, Ulysses, I talk to you. In the moment, you can't, because perhaps uh, you didn't sleep well last night, you're busy, or maybe you're not in the mindset at the moment, because you're a human being like me. And then that I, I have put my expectations that I that you could probably listen. and. Uh, it was the wrong time. And then I go home and I'm thinking, you know, he's selfish. He doesn't care. And I start really entertaining thoughts that are really not helpful. You know, I helped him two years ago and I always take him to school and whatever. So uh, under that uh, lack of uh, mental stability, we're going to get trapped into a uh, now, uh, allowing these uh, unhealthy thoughts, uh, and it's really, uh, you know, no way to really uh, be aware because it's jump. You know? We just, I mean, we can be aware, okay? but uh, we just jump into the conclusion that, you know, he is this and that, and I can see that. So, building that, you know, it just, it increases the amount of uh, stress chemicals, and then uh, I construct circuitries. The circuitries are going to be connected to uh, a very fast highway and have a neural circuitry in the brain that is related to uh, fear and stress. In uh, in these cases, you know, the fear are not being accepted. No, he did not accept me. People may not accept. So we jump into this conclusion. So that creates a feeling of resentment. You know, you probably tell me, listen, I can't talk right now. They say, okay, I smile. Okay. But then I go driving home, you know, or go to the room thinking that, you know, he's this, this, and that. So that's 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 what is taking place. Well, it's interesting because both with when it comes to resentment, when it comes to judging. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but it almost seems like 
when we have these feelings and everyone feels them like no one's perfect like we're all going to feel them at some point well, but when we have these feelings it's almost like the body's way of trying to tell us hey there's something else there there's something else that you haven't resolved there's there's you know that there's something to to work on there yeah you know and the thing is if we don't pay attention now the the burden that i carry yeah it becomes bigger now i pay my attention to you i really came to you to tell you that i make a boo not in school and i cheat and i feel bad or maybe uh you know i feel bad because i don't have the job i expected or i made mistakes in my finances and i'm heavy on debt and i need a friend to listen and give me advice so now the real reason why you know um i went to you to handle this problem <laughs> now it's kind of it's been masquerading this new uh, uh train of thoughts okay more more you know more of these chemicals come and yeah it is that is the body's telling us you know there's something that's inconclusive it's haven't been done it hasn't been really removed this virus is still there but we don't pay attention when they say now I go home and I say you know I got to tell you about Ulysses yeah. he's very insensitive yeah. so there no. and I play the victim Tell my spouse, you know, tell another friend, or even I lie to myself. I have the, I can be in the middle of a rumination, you know, in dialogues, you know. You know, my mind will play a recorded voice from the past. And then I kind of having a conversation with it. I mean, it's just a very bizarre with them. So either I and, and I and I you know I can talk to somebody else if I'm the victim okay and then now I portray a victim because I started thinking of all the good things I done to you you know over the last 20 years you no know? so there this this guy I took him to work I took him driving here and you know he asked me for my video to him okay I don't remember all the good things you done to me Yeah, I don't remember, you know, because it's a narrow, very narrow focus. Okay, just like if I'm in front of a line, you know, I'm just going to see whatever is going to create danger. I'm not going to see anything else. And when I'm in danger, it's good, but now this is psychologically distracting. You know, that that is really interesting because something I, I've I thought about a lot lately, and this is not in in a way to try and judge others, just more an observation. I just find it very interesting how, I mean, we, we've actually seen it a lot. It may, may more so because of the internet, we see it more, you know, I'm sure it was always there, but just how often you might, it seems that people or someone, they get, they get angry at someone because of a different political view or a different religious view, or even you like, the New York Jets and I'm a Patriots fan or whatever it might be but it's almost as if like kind of like you were saying like like they are they are identifying others as the source of the pain instead of looking inward and realizing that actually it's it's something inward it's not it's not you it's not because you're a you know you're a catholic and I'm a you know a Jew it, like it has like that has nothing to do with the actual 
source of the pain. That's correct. You know, it is a dangerous thing because it affects relationship, it affects, you know, health. And in some cases, you know, if I, my mental state is not correct, uh, it could affect even, you know, to the, to the extreme point. Uh, the extreme point is when I get into the rabbit hole, I get stuck into this, you know, never-ending tunnels, you know, I fall into. I mean, some people, when they get there, they keep falling. Okay? Not a lot of people are going to do a crime out of this. Some will. Some will shoot another person because they have a different religious view or different political view. And uh, some just because, you know, you're speaking a certain way or the color scheme is different. You know, so it's, it's a very dangerous one. I mean, no doubt that uh, we do have different opinions. Okay. And uh, the problem when we fall into a hole is that uh, we start believing that I have the best intentions and the other person no, doesn't have. So I'm right and the other person wrong completely. And, and it's, uh, we fall into this um, reasoning. So we, we reason about things and we certify and acknowledge our thoughts as to be the only truth. Okay. Else, else. It's true. So, as I say, it could be dangerous, you know, if if we get into that position, because we could end up, you know, losing friends, losing family. We can die very sick. Uh, for some people, it's extremely dangerous because you know they will probably end up in jail because they might kill somebody. So, not everybody will do that, but there is a number of people that might end up doing that. And of course, you know, this is the thing is that I have an opinion, let's say, about how to do my hair, okay, or how to make it. So behind this uh, cultural things, it had to do with very mundane things, like how to make the hair. There's always other things. You know, there's always like uh, memories of the past. There is Perhaps some of those memories have to do with uh, abandonment. Some is about um, aspirations and dreams. Some are connected to our relationships. You know? Maybe, you know, grandpa. You know, grandpa and me have to do the day. Uh -huh. Grandpa and I were like so close. I love this guy. He's no longer here. But anyways, the, the mind recalls that. It connected to other things that are valid. And now I go and get married, and then I found, you know, that my wife believed that the way I make the bed is not the correct way. So it's a problem. Yeah. If I don't understand what really is happening, you know, and uh, I'm going to react to my wife about is how about you make the bed? Yeah. If I'm kind, you know, I may not react, you know, verbally, but I may cave. Of resentment, which if I'm not, if I don't know how to speak and resolve conflicts, I may keep it in the heart and that becomes a virus that's going to hurt the relationship. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to deal with that. I may even verbally attack. 
and diminish the person, you know, right, confronting, which is going to create problems. So either way, either of those two ways are going to hurt the relationship. The institution of the marriage, in this case, will be affected. Okay? Mm -hmm. This is nothing that will happen overnight because, you know, we still have the uh, uh, romance of the honeymoon and it's all good and okay. This is what we need to let this go now. It doesn't mean that they're resolved because it's going to come up. And then later on, when other conflicts and situations start coming into, you know, to the, to the life of these people, um, it's going to surface again. So, yeah. Uh, for my spouse, the making of the bed, in a way, is also related to his two emotions. Okay. Maybe her mom taught us how to do it. Okay. And she admired her mom. It is probably a messy woman. Or maybe she thinks, you know, mom is the best housewife. Okay. I like the way how she did it. And when I was a kid, you know, I could see the bed and sound like fun. I don't know. Whatever it is. So who is wrong here? Okay. That's a question. Okay. But the other thing that is, it's uh, these different things, it creates a tremendous opportunity to build a romance in a friendship. And two people that come from different backgrounds, different hopes, different emotions, different histories. You know, they come together and an opportunity is created to explore the, the life of the other person, which is Encrypted is not, you know, the memories and the conversation may not be, uh, you know, on the surface. But behind these things that we do, uh, there are history. So we have to really explore it. So let's say, let's, let's, let's bring an example. Okay, here's, you know, I'm, let's say I'm, I'm pretend I'm going to do the bed today. I'm married like three months, final thing, okay. Uh, I'm not going to be anymore like, you know, my father and not helping. I'm going to make the bed. Okay. And I make it, and, you know, memories come in, and I, this memory just spark without even thinking about the way her grandpa made the bed, and I do it that way. It's a connection to uh, a, a feeling of love with somebody that is already passed away, and if it could. Okay, or maybe an expectation, or, 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 or something. Like maybe I saw on TV, you know, I was a kid and I dreamed with being the king of the palace. And, and, and I saw how they were making the bed. You know, it looks so nice. Everything is sparkling. And I, and I said, you know, when we're processing and thinking um, with these dreams, and it's nothing bad with that. It's just absolutely amazing because now, now you have this person that comes with a way to do things, another person, and both bring things about to the marriage. Now, I'm doing the bed. My wife come in, and she say she reacts because the bed is not made the way how she makes it. And she is probably going to say something or make a gesture. Okay. That is going to be noticeable. I'm going to notice whether she say, you know what, uh, the pedal doesn't go away, or maybe she doesn't say, but still, I'm going to feel something. I mean, let's say she said, you know, sweetheart, uh, the blanket doesn't go that way. You know, this goes this way, and I'm going to feel immediately 
you know, strong emotion and pleasure. Now, it's not that my wife says something better, or that I'm an evil person, or that I have intention to create this scenario a problem. But what is happening, it is the opportunity of a lifetime. You know, I could explore the dreams, the aspirations, or the pain that's on, on the memories of my life, mind. And uh, if I explore that, oh, that would be an amazing opportunity. And I can probably ask questions and say, honey, it's amazing how you do the bed. Okay. Tell me about it. How did you learn to do this bed? If we open that door okay, immediately, she's going to walk into me and talking about emotional, and she's going to tell me the story. You know what? I haven't thought about it. You know, grandpa used to tell me how to do the bed. And then as she's saying that, I pay attention, you know, and I focus and I ask questions like, oh, grandpa, tell me more about grandpa. How was grandpa? How was your grandpa? Well, you know, he was this way and he did this and took me to the park and did this stuff. Now I start doing, I'm mapping now. In my brain, I start creating a map circuitry of friendship and romance. Okay, now I understand why this was so important. Instead of attacking and thinking, are oh, you stupid? You know, that is this way, no? Okay. And then maybe at that point, once when these things are connected, you know, she's probably going to say, I can open the door and say, honey, do you know what? That I learned to do this very this way through my uncle. You know, and he was a sweet man. You know, one day he took me and buy me ice cream. Another day, you know, I cry. He just wiped my tears. So this is what this difference in it produce. You prepare for growth. Unfortunately, you know, most people don't comprehend this. What they do is they do react. I mean, the reaction is normal. I mean, I made the bed, my wife said that was wrong, and I go like, choking, <laughs> okay? So, and I may think, who you think you are? <laughs> like if I don't know how to make a bed. <laughs> or, you know, the bed can be making a hundred different ways. So, and I can find that. I never do so That You know, maybe two or four years later, it becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. And that's with anything, you know. So now going back to people, you know, they have different opinions. Here you got, if it's a political opinion, okay, uh, one group might say, okay, you know, you're going to be this position. The other group will be in this position. When when there is nectar uh, in the mind, uh, I'm going to think that I'm right. You know, eventually, just like the wife, that we weren't, willing to kind of explore, you know, the reason why those, uh, the way how the bed was made, okay, I could also uh, end up hating her, you know, 20, 30 years later, and end up divorcing the person sometime around there, or even if I stay married, probably not, she's not going to be my best friend, mm-hmm. the person I can trust. Because, you know, in my mind, 
And man, really explored her life. I mean, I know some of her, what she liked, don't like, but perhaps I don't know the most intimate emotions, the hopes, and now this pain that maybe she can. Yeah. This is an opportunity for healing. And this can be in any, in any situation. A person that has a different opinion on religion, a different opinion on political, on sports. You know, I remember, I, in my case, I like Barcelona, you know, my favorite team. And I remember, as a young man, how much I love that team. And how much, you know, I hear the crowds on my side kind of diminishing the other teams. And some of them get angry about it, and some of them were saying foolish things, and maybe swear to the people who were watching. Um, and I remember one day I was at home, and I thought about this, and I said, you know, I like sports, but this is very encanting. This is not what I signed for. And I choose not, not anymore to do that. So, what I did is I had a friend who was, uh, he loves the other team. And normally this friend, you know, we kind of push him away you know, uh, from our group. So I choose to go there and I ask him about his team. I say, you know, tell me more about this team. What do you like? And the guy started telling me, things. you know, what my father likes. I mean, we had a good time when, when you know, we went to the system. And it was nothing about really that. Uh, the game itself, even though it creates some enthusiasm and some dopamine when you watch your team playing and doing well, but, but it was a stronger component of that experience. It has to do with, you know, time, time and the opportunity. So I explored this with my friend. And, you know, I learned that he wasn't what I thought he was. He happened to be a wonderful guy. And we can do the same with uh, people that we have a different opinion. See, the problem itself with uh, these political opinions is really with the people that are cheering to create differences. You know, sometimes the leaders, you know, they can restrict people to divide us. And if we are not, if we are constrained because of our mental state and lack of clarity, so, you know, it, it, it successfully it makes this that we separate from the others, not having an opportunity to have the conversation, to understand you know, why this person you know, have these beliefs that are more towards Democrat or public or you know, independent. So we don't give ourselves an opportunity. As I say, it creates a danger thing because now we can be swayed anytime. But any voice that inclines us and stir our hearts to kind of believe that this other person, it is um, had that intention. It makes me believe that I'm the only one that has that intention. You know, there is not a conversation. So that's, that's, that's the biggest problem. And it has to do with my mental state, where it can be swayed so easily without really thinking you know, on the content of the conversation of the leaders and in, uh, in finding if that text or that content is true. We just and, and believe completely and then we start. And that's also with in religion situation. 
a religious leader speak bad about another religious leader, another group, I mean, we can get stuck. And also, that's not what Christ did. You know, it's not what that we're talking about. Loving each other, understanding. It is a challenge, it's a work, but we have to do the work. Just like uh, mapping out, you know, the uh, hopes and dreams and experience and pain from my wife, it takes time. You have to really listen okay? and invest time without passing any judgment. So I can understand really what else is there to heal or what that she has can be helping to heal. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting because as you were saying that, it, it so I think everyone, or at least the majority of people, if not if not everyone, we we want to be happy. We want to have peace of mind, you know, and we might try getting it one way or another. But at the end of the day, I think everyone's looking for some form of happiness. And unfortunately, culturally speaking, it, it's almost most likely because mo our people are associating others with pain. We often have this this ideal of like or or this thought this belief that oh in order for me to be happy i need to not associate with the, if i'm a democrat i don't even talk to a republican no that like you were saying they're bad they're evil or if i'm a republican all those dang democrats no they're evil like we don't talk with them we don't they don't come over to our house whatever the case may be but unfortunately what most people don't understand is that when like as you were saying when you actually do have those conversations we actually do have that that uh take put in that effort to have that empathy and understand the other person that brings so much peace of mind like and here's the thing like you don't have to change your belief you can still believe oh yeah i'm i'm a i'm a christian i still believe in christ or you know i'm a jew i believe I, I don't know too many Jew jewish people so i don't know too much about the religion but you know i'm a jew and you can still like have your beliefs and still be empathetic and still get to know others and understand where they're coming from and that that alone brings so much peace of mind like i know i i'm sure you've experienced that i've experienced that where at like having that conversation with others and at the end at the end of the conversation still believing what we believed but at least having that understanding that connection it allows you to just move forward you don't dwell on it you don't go through the rest of your week thinking, oh my gosh, why does Jimmy down the street believe this? Why did he vote for this person? It, it just, it doesn't matter anymore. It just allows you to move forward. Yes, what you're saying, it makes you free. Okay, because otherwise you are really stuck. And it's, and it's hard because, you know, every time you hear news about this political person, then, you know, the stress mechanism turns on and then you hear something and it turns on and then it says, you, you get you know, stuck in a hole, okay? That will affect your life, affect, I mean, you may not make a crime, okay? Most people will do it, but, uh, but you know, it's not worth it. Not worth it because every day counts, you know? And uh, our grandkids, our neighbors, our friends, our kids, I mean, they need us. I mean, we need the wisdom of our years of experiences. But if my mind is stuck on the fact that People are evil and you know they have their intentions and they want to take me and we can go after and charge these people and you know put them to jail and hurt them and I mean that's that's not really that's not just worth to pay. Mm -hmm. So 
It is, uh, we can do this with miracles. Muslim, Odiage, Evangelist, Catholics. I mean, we, we just need to understand you and comprehend the fact that we all want to be happy. You know? Who has the right to you know, put aside somebody because they misery or the beliefs? That's that's really a very harmful more to us in our families. Mm-hmm. It is to the others. Because the other person may not even know what we're thinking. He might be enjoying his life or her life. He might be suffering here. And that that's one of the most interesting parts of about this is that literally I could I could walk down the street wearing a whatever a polit- a political shirt a whatever and then you see it don't even we don't even have a conversation but then for the rest of the week you're like oh my gosh why was he doing that like it's it just it's i think if we sometimes like took a step back and actually observed our behavior we would realize how foolish sometimes we we, we behave and how foolish sometimes we are we are thinking yeah it's a lot of fears that the move when it comes to this, you know, it's fears, many fears. Mm-hmm. Uh, the example of making the bed is mostly related to uh, to uh, memories, sometimes good memories, sometimes they're not be the best memories. Maybe i making the bed in a perfect way because I'm afraid. It's related to the fear that was imposed as a kid to make the bed always perfect. Mm-hmm. I, but behind that, there's love. See, I don't want to really, really make my mother upset. I want to do it right. And of course, the the, um, the manifestation is to stress perfectionism. But really, under me, it's love. So, and I have to learn to remove that, you know, and understand. Because maybe with, in the example, maybe my wife, it had nothing to do with that, but maybe it's fear. Yeah. And she danced that way, and, and you know, and she'll defend it because you know it, it represents for her to feel safe. Because maybe her mom was so perfectionist that probably punish her if the play wasn't that perfect. Mm. She's protecting something. And if I tell her don't make the bed that way, what is not important, she's gonna really charge on me. It's like if uh, you know her mother is coming back to that moment. To the life of a child and the memories of a child. So, and, and of course, we gotta comprehend this. And then, if we cannot connect, I could probably just do when I listen, potentially without judging anything. I could probably help my wife to liberate herself from illusion, fears, something that doesn't exist in and make it free. You know, she probably still gonna make a bed the same way. It's okay, but no longer. This is attached to that. Because if it's attached to that, it's every day that she makes the bed, it's gonna be those intrinsic memories. So when it comes to charge somebody, for the most part, it's fear. Basically, it's fear to lose the game. So I have to attack the other team. I have to say bad things about the best player. I have to probably charge the referee or the weather. No. I'm afraid that my team gonna lose. Okay. What I have to do with happiness? I didn't enjoy the whole game. Uh-huh. Just concerned about this thing. Did he have a time to really enjoy? So 
But it allows, you have to do what I feel. First to do, you reject it because I'm wearing the, the, you know, the color shirt of this team. I don't want to look ridiculed on Monday when everybody's going to talk about how bad the team is. So there's so many bizarre things. In the political realm, the same thing. Yeah, and it's always in the religious. You know, when, when I fight other people, I can protect my family from the culture and traditions of the religions. Okay? I don't want my mom and dad to be wrong, so I better attack this person that has a different beliefs. So, very deceitful. But we have to learn how to find the players. You know? And for that, we have uh, this uh, connection uh, uh, session where we help people to, to kind of figure out like, how to do this because it's very important. I mean, we still can have different teams and have fun, and I can probably tell my player, hey, you know, kick the ball, move. You're like, have fun. Yeah. You know, I win, I have fun, I lose, I have fun. And it doesn't matter, I'm not going to lose my sleep that night because for the next day, I'm going to enjoy both, whatever performance was done by that game. That's what I'm going to focus on. If he wins, he said yes, no. He lose, I said yes, no. Because, uh, I mean, they did their best. And now I'm going to just enjoy my life and life will see. So that's, that's what life is all about. If, I, if it's something wrong with that, then I probably can write to the editor and say, you know what, uh, the referee you know, didn't mark this. That's okay. No. Doesn't mean a bad person. You know, something is done wrong in the political realm. I can step in and go and vote. And, you know, call out, call out on the person, call out, or maybe, you know, do something to help. You know, participate in, in whatever way to kind of help instead of being uh, very little proactive, just talking and making my mind sick and doing nothing. So it doesn't mean that I'm going to go and be aggressive. I don't even have to. I don't have to be aggressive, I don't have to insult anybody, I don't have to diminish somebody else's character. You know, I can point to the mistake. It doesn't mean that, that I'm going to demonize the person. But I want to be sure that there's accountability. I can say, okay, this thing was something out of line. Okay, we have to be accountable. Uh, who made it? And still there is light in the person, it's not necessarily you, but it comes. Yeah. And I guess just to kind of uh, I wrap up, as a, another reminder, you know, and obviously we're, we're all guilty of it at some point or another. But if you do find yourself, especially often, uh, judging others, you know, feeling resented easily with others, I mean, that's that's a sure sign that there's there is some kind of you know insecurity something there that needs to be resolved and it could have been just be something from last week it could have been something from 10 years ago but it is a sure sign that you know there's there's something there and it's, uh, you listen we have to work on this and be aware as we there's more conscience going we are going to be aware. for example who could be walking the street in our mind you know, because of the memories and the way how we've been living in the past, um, it can be kind of a voice. Oh, the person is fat. 
you know, and then another voice that says, maybe he's not doing exercise. See, this, this is the thing that we have to be aware, understand that these are judgments. Okay? This is only judgments. I mean, even in the society, the, the tradition does it, doesn't make any right. Neither it means that, uh, that we are going to be happy. Because we're going to be swayed by anything that pops into our mind. Anything. And that's a show, that shows that we're not free. So there is no freedom. We sway by any emotion, by anything that people may say. Okay? We may get engaged in conversation that diminish somebody else's character. That is a sign that we're not free. And as far as we're not free, there's not going to be happiness. And eventually, you know, these other uh, situations are going to affect our health. So if this is automatically happening, there's a lot of work to do. We can start to that. 100%. Well, I think with that, we'll wrap up and hope you guys have a fantastic day. Hopefully that was helpful for you, for anyone watching, listening to this. And if there's any anything needs to be clarified, if you have any questions or topics that you want us to, to address, feel free to leave them in the comments or go ahead and message us on Facebook and we'll go ahead and make sure we do that.